Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Comic Geek Roundtable. I am Tom Van Orden, your podcast director, joined today by Kyle Lundquist, contributing writer for ComicGeek.tv. Hi, I'm Kyle, a resident devourer of mics. He is the resident <laughs> devourer of mics. We've had some technical issues, so he is now so close to the microphone, it's actually making me a little uncomfortable. <laughs> uh, we are also joined today by Adam. <laughs> Who is, I don't even know what you do. Managing editor, we've been over this like three times already. <laughs> Managing editor, Adam. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, Doing one take, guys. Yeah, we are here without Robert today, so that means we are here without rules. Um, the only thing that he told me was make sure that we got a podcast today. So, <laughs> Pod- Podcasters without borders. <laughs> yeah, we, we are here for the people. Um, this episode... <laughs> This ep- oh, it was fantastic already. This episode is brought to you by coffee um, and our wonderful hostess, Meg, who is delivering it to us. Uh, so, yay for that. Everybody here has had a little bit of a late night. We're recording early for the first time in... A long time. Yeah, like it's ever since the last po- when we did the Comic Geek podcast, we used to do it every week at nine o'clock. If you remember, time. I do, and I was also consistently hungover for that. Yeah. The last time I was here was seven months ago. Playing. Doing a podcast. Yeah, that sounds about right. You got to come forward a little bit. How about now? There you go. Okay. Sorry. That's okay. We uh we're having some te- technical difficulties, so if you can't do, hear, do, 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 do. if you can't I hear, really have to fuck the mic with my mouth. Yes, if you can't hear, Kyle, that is uh the result of several errors on several people's parts. Um, none of them are mine. Yeah, none of them. Yeah, he's actually not at fault for this. So hooray for that. Okay. Um. So, topic of conversation today um, is we pulled our Magic Origins cards last night. We got two boxes between four people. Each of us pulled 18 packs. We did a super sealed. Um, and part of why I brought Kyle on today is to talk about uh, how he feels about Magic Origins. I kind of like the set. Um, I feel like it has a good balance of... I, I mean, honestly, I play EDH. I don't really play regular Magic. So drafting and even super sealed, I'm terrible at. Yeah, we but, we uh, we came in third and fourth respectively. But a lot of the cards that I pulled look great for EDH, and I'm just super pumped about that. Yeah, and I also like that what they're doing with the uh, whole swapping out core sets. I don't know, Adam, if you're aware of that's what's happening. Well, for the, standard, yeah, no, I mean like they're taking out core sets entirely. There's no longer. Oh no, be, I did hear about yeah, that. Yes. M15 was the last core set yeah. ever printed. Um. And so it's just going to be sets. Yeah, they're doing like like every other card game in existence. Yeah, well, you know, they're they're kind of behind the times. They're an, they're an ancient format. I mean, technically, I guess they're the forerunner. Like. Yeah. Yeah. So um, for being, I laughed though because when we all sat down yesterday, we were like, "Oh man, we each got a box!" Like we're so excited, and then we're like, "But we're excited over what is essentially a core set." I was like, "They clearly did what they intended to do, which was get people excited to buy," you know core cards again reprints of the same cards well they only i didn't i only noticed like i pulled 18 packs i probably noticed maybe 15 total cards reprints well i mean as far as far as i could tell like it it wasn't so much like the old core sets where it was like your standard fogs and all that random Mm -hmm. stuff from like the last 20 years um it seemed a lot more like a modern update to it yeah they're trying to push the modern format oh yeah god the like with modern masters and the Magic Origins seemed a lot just be a lot of modern cards, and needed just a lot of the cards printed were good for modern. Yeah, I, and it's kind of 
it is what it is. You know, the problem with modern that I find is how expensive the price to entry is these days. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm paying $20 to get in, and I'm just turbofogging and not winning, but I'm pissing people <laughs> off. Well, if, if your objective is to piss people off, then you're going to do a really good job at that. You are actually the champion of pissing people off playing cards. Although, uh, no. no I, say, I, we know who it is. Yeah, well, he uh, was not here this morning to yep. talk about how uh, he does that. I said that, um, the, uh, the, but the opposite is true. So if you take Deej to a, a tournament and sit him down and have him play his deck... He is going to end up being the one pissed off because we all oh, yeah. we all are like no screw you we're done like yeah you win whatever um, and he uh, they'll make him play it out they'll make him play it out hard and their games will last like four hours then yeah, it'll go, um, and then it'll go to turns and he'll lose yeah, what's the played out once and it took him an hour and a half to resolve one turn yeah well I mean there was the one time uh, he was playing and. Uh, what, what's uh, I can't remember. What's the one that everything goes on the stack and you play from it? It's Eye of the Storm. Eye of the Storm, yeah. yeah. Eye of the Storm combined with Hive Mind. So they were resolving Eye of the Storm five times. Yeah, and I mean it's it's not even it's not even really like difficult at that point. It's just shenanigans for the point of shenanigans. And right. It's just pointless. let's just let's just have fun and make it silly. I love it. Yeah. Like it's fantastic. It's he, like let's make a giant mockery of this entire game. But he told me that he is working on a actual. A real life commander. Deck. Yeah, actually, he uh, just pulled um, Gideon. Gideon yesterday, yeah, which was amazing because he was like, "I'm gonna." He talked to me like earlier in the day. And he's like, "I'm gonna build a Gideon deck," and I was like, "That sounds awesome." And then he texted me. He goes, "I went to buy some uh, sleeves for my card, and I had to buy a pack to make it more than ten dollars." He's like, "And out of that pack, I pulled a Gideon," and I was like, "Well, that makes everything I talked about with the box stacking kind of seem silly on the the yeah. first <laughs> on the first <laughs> podcast because <laughs> I know which card shop he bought it from." Yep. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, uh, like I, I would like to really like to have uh, Jace from that set because I I like Jace overall. Like he's not g- super great, yeah, but he's he's still kind of good. But I mean, if they they learned their mistake when they made Jace the Mind Sculptor, like yeah. we've made a card too powerful, and there I don't think let it go. I don't think they will ever. I don't think they will because of the Mind Sculptor. They will never let Jace be OP ever again. Of course, I mean oh, the second Jace, the second no. second best Jace probably is uh, Architect of Thought. Yeah. Like, I don't know. After Jace, that, I'd probably say Balearin. I would say I like Balearin yeah, just because I, he's... A party draw, yeah. I'm well, saying. I mean, he's nothing but utility. Party Jace. Yeah, people but, just let people let, let Balearin go when oh, they yeah. really shouldn't because they want that draw. Exactly. And then, and then hey, all of a sudden, really I've got, be. like, over five counters, and now I'm going to use my, like, my super here. All right, but here's the, here's the true fact, and Kyle, you can definitely attribute to this. In playing uh, Commander... Have you ever once seen somebody manage to make a Planeswalker live long enough to drop their ult? Yes. What was it, and who was it? It is the new green Planeswalker from the uh, EDH sets, from the Commander sets. Okay. I can't remember her name off the top of my head. Is it Nissa? No, it's not Nissa. It's, uh, shoot, it's her plus one, and she puts out a Land of War Elves. Okay. So nobody really cares. Right. Oh, Oh. whatever, you got a mana, you got a mana, a mana dork. Yeah. And, oh no, creature removal in Commander. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, it's a 1-1. It's not going to hurt you very much. And oh no, it's it's a mana producer. It's not like you don't have infinite lands and magic in Commander anyways. Yeah, I know. You just traded me for infinite mana. Exactly. <laughs> so, by the end but by the end of it, she gets up to 7 really fast with nobody paying attention. Yeah. And then she pops her 7 down to 2. And oh, oh no, you get to draw a card for every green creature on your field. Which you're playing a mono green deck, 
and you have all of those 1-1 one, one Llanowar Elves that you've put out from her that are green. Okay. And now you just drew 20 cards. Was the person that uh, was playing this deck, is that the person I think it is? Uh, probably not. It was Taylor, the girl. Yeah, that's right. It was, oh, it was okay. Taylor. Nice. When we, when we played... Um, Oh shoot! When we played Commander at your house last time, she raffle stomped us with green creatures. Oh yeah, that's, that's kind of what she does. That's yeah. why I just wrath the board every time. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, Reaper King, my Reaper King deck only runs, only runs three wraths, and I usually tutor for more important things. Yeah, unfortunately for her, I just want Tesa and then spun it around a little bit, uh-huh. exiled out all the creatures, and yeah. then black marketed them and debt to the deathless them. Black market is awesome. I yeah. can't wait for mine to get here. Oh, it's uh, Fraley's. Freilis, yes. Okay, so... She, she, kill Freilis. She seems not good, but just kill her. That's so, pretty fantastic, actually. So I actually had a, the dumbest moment of my life at your apartment when we were playing uh, Magic. Um, I don't know if I told you the story. I definitely didn't tell Adam this story. So uh, my EDH deck is a Reaper King deck, and... Uh, Reaper King says that when, uh, whenever a Scarecrow enters the battlefield, destroy target permanent. Now, the problem with that is the only good Scarecrow that has ever been printed is the Reaper King. So how I got around that <laughs> was my deck clones the Reaper King. Yeah. I run 15 clones in a 100-card deck. <laughs> um, so, so my problem then became we were playing Magic at Kyle's apartment, and um, I had a fistful of clones. And for whatever reason, my brain would not click that you can clone other people's creatures and i sat there with a fistful <laughs> of clones and i lost because i was like well this because sucks it's, it's like turn five i was turn five i had five permanents on the board and i was like yep this is my game this is how this is gonna go well it's, it's because that you're so like ingrained in cloning your own creature that you forget that yeah hey the, i can do this the whole thing and the best part is when we outside when, the box when i put it together when I put it together, the whole point of the deck was that would be how I would respond to people. You know what I mean? Like, so like somebody's like, "Oh, I have this big tough creature," and I'm like, "Well, fine. So do I. Take care of it." Because <laughs> like, because for you to play that big cross creature is going to cost you ten mana. For me to do it is going to cost two or four. Like, that's no problem for me. That's great. Yeah, so that's, that's what I did to uh, that's what I did to Kevin's Milo um, the deck. Yeah, I was playing Milo Zav deck, which he in himself is a clone. Right. And then I run another, like, 11 clones, like yours. Yeah. The, the deck is built to play other people's decks as yeah. my own. Yeah. I made a Mile of the Enema deck game take two hours. Oh. In a 1v1. Wow. In a 1v1. Wow. That's... He played, he played um, the, the, um, the, the lion thing that I can't remember Johnny? No, no, no. no. <laughs> oh. It's the white one that, uh, when you, it comes into play, it has flying, and you can't attack that person. Oh, so, uh, Aven Mind Sensor. No, it's not Aven Mind Sensor. No, no, uh... Oh god! You I know, know the exactly. line. I know is loam line. No, yeah, Eric plays it. Ah, uh, uh, shoot. Shoot. Um, regardless. Yeah. So he plays that, and I cloned it. Uh huh. And then he played some other stuff, and I cloned it, and then he played other stuff, and I right of replication kicked it. So there is no right of replication kick better. Than, than a Reaper King. Yeah. That is, it's incredible. Especially if you have a mirror gallery on the board, which uh, makes the legend rule not a thing. Uh, you kick a right of replication uh, and you destroy 25 permanents and you also uh, get, what, seven Reaper Kings? Nine Reaper Kings? I forget. I mean, it's, it's a couple. Yeah, it's it, a few. You, you get uh, five Reaper Kings. Close, yeah. So you have six at the end of it. Yeah. So, I mean, that's a pretty big deal. Is it, it's okay. Is it glittering line? No. No. no, no, no. Uh, no. 
The word lion is not in its name. Yeah, oh, really? Yeah, yeah, it's but it's is it actually a lion though. Yeah, like, it looks like a it's lion. A, it's a knight riding a lion in the sky. And his 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 uh. Crond. No, his yeah, his. the guy riding a lion. His flying lion. His uh his it's rules right. text his rules text text says opponents can't attack you, like something like that. Yeah. Let me just. I have to Google this because I'm. I'm gonna, looking it up. Yeah, yeah, me too. Because. Everybody, yes, we're we're gonna Google some cards so that you know what the heck we're talking about. Me- and if you don't, oh well. It's my favorite app for this. Uh, Archon of something. Blazing Archon. Blazing Archon. Thank you. Uh, someone made Mufasa. <laughs> <laughs> I want to make Scar and kill him. Oh my gosh! <laughs> so Rafik of the many, right? Yeah. Is a dude with a lion. Oh. That, is it lion should, it, that lion should be Mufasa. That lion should be Mufasa. I guarantee you that all already exists, oh, no, though. No, no, we need to make that all, but have uh, Simba riding on top of him because there's a dude riding on top. Yeah, sounds about right. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that was that was our big fun night. We opened a lot of packs, which I forgot how much fun uh, opening packs is. Oh yeah, because I've since I've switched over to playing mostly uh, Commander, I've noticed that I just buy cards. Because I'm like, yeah. I'm like, I know what I need, and it's only ten dollars for like three cards. So I'm just gonna spend ten bucks and get three plus, cards. Plus, a lot of them are a lot older, so you can't really get the packs. Yeah, that's true. So, well, so here's my question: um, Would you allow me to play Shahrazad? I would allow it. I yes. I can't think of any reason why not. More to the point. More to the point. More to the point is, I actually can't think of anything that would. That I couldn't do to stop you, right? I mean, well, <laughs> I, I honestly like Shahrazad. Maybe one of the funniest cards I think I've ever seen. Yeah. Here's the thing: Shahrazad would read in a game that Eric was in. Eric loses half of his life because Eric would scoop every time he played Shahrazad. Really? He would scoop that. The, he would scoop the second game. Uh huh. Go back to the original game. Yeah, that I that's probably. Yeah, I mean, like, like just the concept of playing a game within the game is just yeah. hilarious. Wait, I find me. that amazing that they printed a card, like an actual card that that does stuff like that. Be- that was a long time ago. Too. Well, no, like, no, because what I was going to say was there's like four or five of the unserious cards. Oh, there yeah, are the un- unhinged. Yeah, yeah, there's unhinged and unglued cards that do the same thing. Except for the, I think the one that says uh, play a sub game under the table. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> this for a real card that isn't banned goblin game okay it's five and two red each player hides at least one item then all players reveal them simultaneously each player loses life equal the number of items he or she revealed the player who revealed the fewest items loses half of his or her life rounded up if two or more players are tied for the fewest each player loses half of his or her life rounded up what by item they mean anything anything Oh, that's fun. You just hide actual. I would just hide up. Wait, so so wait is one atoms because that is right. Impossible. Well, of course, but if I have like a pocket full of change, just each coin count as one thing. Yes, you can, awesome. And you can basically choose that. Like the the rules text literally states in the first line, use common sense. <laughs> okay, what set was that printed in? Plane shift. Are you serious? Dead serious. What the heck? That's weird. My buddy plays it in his chaos deck, and I love it. That's so weird. That's so funny. Because that seemed, that seemed like something that they would print in, like, alpha, beta, unlimited. ridiculous, and Be- well, they didn't know what they were doing. Well, yeah, because, well, no, because when they first set out to make the game, you know, they're like, oh, well, what's, yeah. a, what's a gaming element that we can add to I this? mean, Oh, cool, go find stuff. I mean, like, because Shahrazad was made uh, when Bizarro Baghdad came out, like... 
Yeah. I don't remember what set that was, but yeah, it's, cool. it was in the same set as Bizarro Baghdad. See, actually, it's funny. The widely used cool. Bizarro Baghdad. I uh, for vintage. I, recently, I learned um, something that I had no idea was the case, and I don't know what made my brain think this, but I thought that um, I thought that black market was banned. Really? In, in Commander, I don't know why I thought it, but something in my brain was like, "There's no way that they could, you know, like." That this would be legal, and then I looked at it. and I'm like, well, you don't get the mana until your next upkeep. So, yeah. eh. that's why I love it so much in Deza because I pop a I pop a bunch of creatures on their end step, uh-huh. and get rid of a bunch of my opponent's creatures, and now I have like an extra thirteen mana. Well, on my first turn. Okay, so I have a combo in Reaper King where I can, uh, if, assuming that Mirror Gallery is not on the field, um, I can put a splinter twin on it and it combos infinitely with a draw scorpion which draw scorpion says when an artifact you control dies untap target artifact so basically i tap the reaper king to make a, uh, a clone the cl- the clone dies to the legend rule uh right. the draw scorpion then untaps my reaper king repeat <laughs> ad nauseum <laughs> for infinite permanent destruction uh but we have to be realistic because the Reaper King's ability is not a May ability. Yeah. So I will only ever get as much mana on uh, Black Market from that as uh, as my opponents have permanence. As your opponents have creatures. No, permanence. No, Black Market oh, yeah. creatures. Well, no, no, no. But what I'm saying is I'm getting the trigger from the creatures. My creatures are dying. Yes. I am oh, only killing God. creatures to destroy well, permanence. You can get double that. Because you're gonna get uh, mana from your opponent's creatures that you destroy. Yeah, well. but that, I mean, that, the, but um, regardless, it's it's only ever gonna be like that amount. <laughs> because I'm never gonna just be like I clone infinite Reaper Kings because that's literally impossible because uh, yes. everything dies. Honestly, you play Reaper King, you play five colors. Do you know what death, debt to the death list does? Yeah, I have debt to the debt list. Oh, good, good. It's so good. It's on it? my. It's on the way. Actually, uh, other card that does a very similar thing. And I'm trying to debate. Um, Exsanguinate. Exsanguinate is cheaper. And if I have a high enough amount of mana, it doesn't matter. I guess. But but see, Debt to the Deathless... Does double. Does double, but it does... That would be more useful when I'm not going off. Like, when it, like in just a, like an emergency situation where I'm like, crap, I just need to deal eight damage to, re- you know, to get eight life back. Yeah. That would be when you would play that. All, all I'm saying is I was dealing with a life gain... I was dealing with a life gain deck. And she had 68 health, and I still managed to kill everyone on the board in one card. Yeah, well, I mean, wow. that's what that card is for. So, yeah, I, I, uh, I do have debt de- to the death list. It's on its way as well. I literally just spent $32 in cards. And, uh, See, yeah. my, my plan for my EDH deck, because I had one before that was based off of Infection. Because I, I love the concept of Infection. It's yeah. fantastic. Ooh. Oh, shut up. <laughs> well, part of the reason is that I can build a deck for Infection and call it the Flood. Okay, that that's fair. I just I hate in fact as a mechanic. I mean, I'll, I'll abuse it when I have to, but I'll never build something based off of it. Yeah, I mean, well, I, I just I just think it's really cool. Like, yeah, I actually um, I'm like, Hand of the Praetors is awesome. Skitterix is awesome. I'm actually in the process of um, working on oh, excuse me, on a uh, a way to abuse proliferate for a deck. Oh yeah. Because draw scorp. First off, this draw scorpion. I don't know how the heck I've never heard of this card before. Contagion engine. 
Yeah. Oh, Contagion Engine is oh, the yeah. bomb.com. So awesome. Um, but no. So I don't have no idea how I've never heard of Draw Scorpion before. Um, it's literally I, – I looked it up. If you Google infinite mana combos, it's like the first thing. No, Draw Scorpion appears in 10 of them. There really? are 10 infinite mana combos that involve the Draw Scorpion. Oh. Because apparently the ability to untapped artifacts is a big deal. Oh, yeah. No, it is. So, yeah, he, uh, he appears in a lot of stuff. So, um, yeah, so I think that, that I, I came up with a combo. I don't remember how it worked, but it involved the Draw Scorpion and a Contagion Engine. What's the look for? I'm trying to. I'm, I'm, I'm coming up with infinite mana combos. Yes. Just thinking about the abilities. Seriously, though, I and I forgot about the Palancron combo. Like, I traded you the Mana Flare because having extra mana is nice. Yeah. Um, and I forgot that if you combine a Mana Flare with a Palancron, uh, which when it comes into play untaps seven lands. <laughs> the only real issue with Mana Flare, and I'm going to tell you right now, uh-huh. is you do not play that Mana Flare until you want to win. Mm-hmm. Because if you play Mana Flare on a turn when you don't have any mana up, you lose. Yeah. I actually discovered uh I had no idea why Mana Flare is like a two dollar card and mm. mana reflection is a twenty dollar card. And then I read mana reflection. <laughs> mana flare says whenever you tap a land, get an extra mana for that. Uh mana reflection says whenever you tap a mana source. Also uh, So if you tap a soul yeah. ring, you get four. Yeah. <laughs> also or mana, say for some reason also you have mana, a black lotus. Mana reflection only gives you double mana. Mana flare gives your opponents yeah. extra mana for their lands as well. Yeah, that's true. That's the same problem with uh, keeper. Yeah. keeper so, so mana reflection is one sided, benefiting you. you. That's fantastic. Mana flare costs three less, and it was a lot better when mana burn was still a thing. Yeah, that's okay. true. Because you you play it down, and your opponents wouldn't be able to tap their lands because they didn't want to kill themselves. Yeah, it's it's one of those cards that I'll play if I'm super desperate or if I am um if I'm ready to go off with a combo. Right. Because inf- actually, uh Reaper King <laughs> Infinite Reaper King is a thing you can do literally with just infinite mana. <laughs> because if he is your commander, you let him die to the legend rule and you just <laughs> play him from your command zone because you can play colorless man- pay colorless mana for him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah oh that's such a sour face i love it <laughs> kyle is making the most sour face right now needless yeah. to say um i think that from now on uh when we get together and play edh i will not be just sitting idly good because honestly your decks aren't bad you just need to actually start doing stuff to people yeah well see part of the problem was that i uh the, well, at least with the last game again i forgot how clones work because i'm a moron and then right. i also have the problem that i need to like get out of my brain that I can't play this card because it'll get destroyed. You know what I mean? Like, obviously, it's going to get destroyed. That's how the game works. So I'm like, I'll hold on to things. I'm like, but I really need this. And I'm like, no, you run 15 clones. You don't need this. You have, I have grave, I have grave, uh, like, I have regeneration. I have clones. I have, like, all this crap in my deck for the express purpose of allowing my things to die. And I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm, I can't get past the block. One of the most important things in EDH to learn is the bait. You, you, mm-hmm. fill, you fill your deck full of cards that you know you want to get countered. Yeah. And like I, I play I, my most, my most recent deck is a Janara deck, and my I was playing a one v one, and the guy's just like, I'm not letting you play Janara because if she gets out and she gets out of control, I'm going to die. That's what's going to happen. 
Tide played Jannar, and he got uh, canceled. I went, how much mana up? None. Um, Dragon Lord Ojatai. <laughs> oh, that was a mistake, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, I, actually, I, that's what I really like about the concept of like a clone deck, is like, I don't have anything on my board to clone, but I'll clone like your giant creature, and uh, then they're like, oh, no, cancel. And I'm like, well, you canceled that spell. That only cost me two mana. Here's the rest of my turn. <laughs> <laughs> Like, yeah, thank, like, thank you for buying that. Here we go. Like, uh, back in the day, like, one of my favorite things to do, just, like, devastating another player was... I used to run Eldrazi's. Mm-hmm. And I absolutely love Eldrazi's. My favorite being If That Betrays, because whenever he annihilates, his mm-hmm. ability says, hey, you know that stuff you uh, had to sacrifice? Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and take that. Yeah. That's mine now. He's, uh, that that he's belongs a, to me. He's not a friendly guy. I don't understand... I don't understand how lesser Eldrazi didn't get more I, I don't know pop if popular is the right word but like yeah emrakul was the big eldrazi oh, yeah, everybody yeah. was like oh man emrakul so cool well i mean he is he's pretty awesome no i'm not I saying mean. that he's not awesome but i'm saying like all of the other el like legend especially the legendary eldrazis they all do oh, yeah. amazing well, things like artisan of kozilek i love artisan of kozilek i was i was gonna go with uh Koz- kozilek is really the only one that like honestly artisan the the, the less than rare uh Eldrazi really weren't that great for their mana cost was the real problem. Yeah, Kozilek like Butcher Truths is the only one that's really getting shit on because nobody really plays him. Right. He, yeah, and he's pretty. He's not bad. Ulamog's pretty good yeah, too. Everybody like, plays Ulamog because yeah. it's a vindicate. On it's, a stick. It basically is. And well, Emrakul got banned in EDH. Yeah, I'm gonna say the part of the reason why yeah. everybody we know plays Ulamog is because Emrakul is banned. Yeah. Because 15 mana is not even a question in what EDH. Was, uh, I, I think say, I was okay with that for the longest time. And then I pulled Nemrakul, and now I'm kind of bitter. <laughs> yeah, see, uh, well, I can't remember one. I think it was uh, Sponsire of Ulamog. Mm-hmm. I think, I th- was that the one that uh, says pay 20 mana, get every Eldrazi from outside the game? I think so. I don't remember off the top of my head if that was the one. but There definitely is a card yeah, that does but it was, that. So, like, the one time we were playing at the shop, and uh, the, the owner of the shop, Josh, he, was, he played that. And he's like, 20, play every Eldrazi from outside the game. So we're like, we we just started going looking around the store for every Eldrazi card we could find. I mean, at that point, isn't it kind of like game over? It, it basically is, yeah. Because on the next turn, all the Annihilates will stack, and then, hey, guess what? Your opponent now has no field. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um... No, oh, you, that's that's play. the worst. He was in he was in a much better position than everybody else because it's worded cast any number of Eldrazi cards you own. Yeah, you so own, he yeah. owned the most. Yeah, Eldrazi so he owned cards. the most Eldrazi's because they were part of his store. So. Yeah, he he ran a card shop, so he was the one that had the most uh, most Eldrazi. Yeah, and I mean that that makes sense because honestly, if you're gonna pay twenty mana for anything, you should win. Uh, yeah, that was, yeah, yeah. That's that's I I agree that that is the case. Or uh, or you pay uh, seven mana. I think it's uh, six colors and one red to deal one damage to target creature or player. Oh, uh, by the way, I just realized the answer to your question of why Eldrazi never got really big and standard at the time. It came out during red deck wins. That is oh, true. It yeah. was too slow. I would say by you can get an Eldrazi turn four, but by if if red deck wins was out there, you were dead by turn four. You were dead by turn two, and sometimes on yeah. red deck wins, yeah, it was ridiculous. Those were weird times. Actually, I'm getting really excited for uh, the next set uh, or like the next block because. They're going back to Zendikar, which means we're getting some more Eldrazi. Yes, I'm so excited for that too. Yeah, I, I, I really hope that they kind of straight now that they've now that they've been like, look at what we can do. Here's a fifteen fifty. Like, I really hope that they get back and they do something very se- like a very like serious. maybe more like more evolved Eldrazi. Yeah, like in in, the, in the way the lore goes, like Eldrazi's 
uh, like an Eldrazi human hybrid or something. Say, something some, cool like that. Like the dude from Border, like the thing from Borderlands. Yeah, something scary like that. Something or, a little bit, uh, something a little bit more sophisticated than just sheer terror. Well, I, I know that they're trying. With the, like, the point of Return to Zendikar is they're going to destroy the. To de- they're going to destroy the. Um, the Eldrazi. They're gonna. Oh, so they're yeah, gonna. They're, they're, they're on going, their way they're out. Going back to. Well, I mean, Jace already killed one, so. Jace killed one, but they're going back to try and save <laughs> in space Zendikar from them. And well, that's what. Uh, that's what Tam. Not Tamio. Um, the two newest blue planeswalkers. Um, um, I don't remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they're, they're current, like the one. It's not Jason. I don't care. The one from Zendikar has been traveling through planes, trying to collect enough creatures to go back and kill the Eldrazi. And she went to this other plane, and she was collecting a bunch of uh, krakens and stuff there. And the blue planeswalker who was already there started freaking out on her for stealing her creatures. And they just what? She didn't tell her why she was there, so they just started going into an all-out war with each other. And she basically tried it into her to the bottom of the ocean from the sky and was about to kill her and then she was just like this trident seems cool grabbed the trident <laughs> and planes walked out nice <laughs> nice <laughs> that's pretty awesome uh, I mean what, what was the other uh, the other blue one that um, started getting controlled by uh, Bolas uh, that was Tezzeret yeah Tezzeret, Tezzeret. and Tezzeret. then Jace Tezzy. liquefied his brain Tezzeret is done yeah, that's yeah, because Jace well, liquefied his brain. I mean, from a from the from a purely soup. from a purely player of the game standpoint, I'm glad that Tezzeret is out because the Seeker was the best, and then Agent of Boss was garbage, and that was the end. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I was going to say is, uh, the, so what I'm I still speculate that they are going to be printing new Eldrazi because the next dual deck is Zendikar versus Eldrazi. Yeah. There is no force in the universe that is going to have them put an Emrakul or an Ulamog or any yeah. of the legendaries on the front of a dual deck. Absolutely not. Like, it, I, I'm excited because I, I, I want to see new Eldrazi. I don't want to see, like, you know, something cool, like, really cool come out. I want to see Emrakul ascend to a Planeswalker. No. Yes, I want that. No. Yeah. That would actually would be super cool. Like, he just evolves to the point where he becomes, like... He's a. He's a. He's I mean, a, he's already all being. But I'm, I'm feeling like the like the deck like the the set is honestly going to be a very heavy um, Eldrazi versus Elementals. Yeah. Because they've made a very big stink about the fact that Zendikar is alive. Yeah. And that Zendikar is pushing back against all of the things that are trying to kill it. I mean, the place has floating lands. Yeah, obviously it is alive. Well, I mean, so did uh, Pandora, but no yeah, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um. I don't know. I think it's going to be cool, and I do. I do legitimately think that if they're going to be printing dual decks with, uh, I love the dual decks. Well, I'll say dual. So dual decks with Eldrazi. There's like I said. There's no way because each of the, each of the legendaries, whether they're played very much or not, each of the legendary Eldrazi are thirty plus dollars. Yeah, they have never put a thirty dollar card in a dual deck. Not true. What was the thirty dollar card in a dual deck? Elspeth versus. Uh... Uh, that's true, but that drove oh, yeah. that drove the price of Elspeth down. It, not really, really. No, I mean she's at eleven now, fifteen. Yeah, but she was going down before the deck came out. Granted, oh. well, that and that's the thing. So it's a different art, so it won't drive the price down. Well, my thing is with the um with the Eldrazi, they are not on their way. That's the thing. You're right. Elspeth was on her way out. Mm. Eldrazi are not because of the modern format and how insane you can do 
like ramp in modern, the Eldrazi are here to stay. Like there's oh, yeah. there's no force in the verse that's going to drive their price any lower than it is now. It's true. That's why I'm sitting on my on my Emrakul going, okay, when is this going to go up so I can sell this? The set, you know, when it'll go up the second that it is in a uh, qualifying deck yeah, exactly. in in the modern yeah. tournaments. Yeah. That's why I have a buddy of mine that I work with who says that um, hold on to Goblin Pile Drivers. Oh, yeah. Because the second they're in a red deck at the top of the modern, they're going to go to a million dollars a piece. Exactly. Mm. Just like uh, just like what happened to Snapcaster Mage. Yeah. Snapcaster oh, yeah. Snapcaster Mage was $30 like four weeks ago. And, I mean, my, my, my friend Taylor picked up one. Her boyfriend was like, why would you do that? This is pointless. And she goes, oh, no, I kind of like this card. I think it'll be pretty good. They are now a hundred dollars a piece. Are you serious? Yeah, they yeah are. they're insane. Wow, not even the foils. All right, well, before, holy crap! Yeah, are you no, serious? Base Snapcaster is a hundred dollars. Wow. All right, well, before we uh, continue onwards, um, our hostess with the mostest did just remind me that I have a job to do here. Um, I'd just like to remind everybody that the Comic Geek Roundtable is brought to you by DreamHost. Um, do you want to make a website? Want guaranteed uptime and WordPress support? DreamHost is a powerful web host with packages built for consumers and business. DreamHost powers ComicGeek.tv and numerous others across the internet. If you want to start your website, go to DreamHost.com and use the offer code COMMONGEEK to get 10% off of one year of hosting. Doing so will also help support our show so that we can make wonderful content at no charge to you. That's DreamHost.com's uh, offer code COMMONGEEK. Did you just drop your phone while you were dancing around over there? I'm actually no. impressed. You, <laughs> you definitely did. I'm, I'm actually really impressed that you caught it. He didn't catch it. It was on the floor. And he oh, just, was it? I thought he, he just caught it with his feet. He just picked it up with his feet. Because okay. I, I heard boom, and I looked down, and I was like, yep, his phone is on the floor. I hope your screen's cracked. It's not. I have a case. <laughs> All right. <laughs> if one more person says that to me. <laughs> I want to flash back to something I said a little bit ago, and I think you guys kind of missed it. Um, what I said earlier, uh, six colorless and one red to deal one damage to target reader player. Yeah, what was that? That's not a real card. Okay. It's something oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, okay, okay. Yeah. So we're going to talk about this. So someone developed uh, an AI program to make magic. Oh, you know about this? Okay, oh, yeah. So this. so for the people listening, someone developed an AI program to make magic cards. Uh, After they, pl- I guess they plugged in every magic card yeah. in existence. They, they basically took that Google thing that they're doing right now and made a neural network to create magic cards. It's, it's called Robo Rosewater and has a Twitter and it has some of the most insane things I ever I've ever seen. Like trample, trample, yeah. Instead I of trample, play, it's trample. I would play trample after reading what trample does. But that was one of the cards. It was like six colorless and one red or some or one one color. I don't remember which one, but it was deal one damage to target creature or player. Now inversely. There was one blue deals six damage to target creature or player. Yeah. So it I actually land with no drawbacks that produced four mana. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no four straight mana. So the uh, the mo- their most recent picture on their Twitter is actually called uh, Rashal Rings of Attendant. It is a <laughs> yeah. legendary creature, insect mutant. This is weird. Yeah. The reason I'm bringing this up is because this is this is actually seems like it would be a real magic card. Because it costs one in uh, two red in a colorless, uh, it has it is a one two, it has flying and it taps to deal two damage. <laughs> it's actually it's yeah. actually not like it's that's not actually bad. it's pretty I balanced. Don't play that in deck wins. Yeah, I mean that literally. <laughs> it's not balanced. It's not balanced. <laughs> well, yeah, balance is not the word I, I meant. <laughs> Multi- More like legit. Now, yeah. now, now we get. Now we get the back end of that. Uh, the the second post is a uh, multi con. Conarl Dar- Dragon. Yeah. It's a tribal land. Oh, this is great. Tap to add blue or blue to your mana pool. <laughs> also, also notice that it doesn't even list what tribe it is. Yeah. 
Well, no, yeah. it, I, I think I have an idea. Uh, because it says splice creatures you control get plus one plus one until end of turn so is that there's not an activated ability so i guess when you play the land they get plus one plus one why not not? Mm -hmm. yeah so that's amazing i think one of my favorites was uh i'm trying to remember the full text of it but it was like um if you like if you win the game cast your entire graveyard for its flashback cost. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah, it, 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 it. Well, it didn't say entire, it, it, it just said cast your graveyard for its flashback cost. I, I, I thought it was if an opponent loses. Yeah, like, like yeah, it was, something, it was something like, keep playing the game. If you win, flash yeah. or play your graveyard for the flashback okay, so, cost. Uh, uh, I, I, my, did you guys actually figure out what Trample did? No, what does Trample do? No. Uh, they printed another card with, with Trample, and it stated that uh, Trample with a, with a actual rules text for Trample, and tr- it said Trample. Whenever this creature attacks, it gets a plus one plus one counter. Whenever a creature, whenever any creature you control has a plus one plus one counter, it dies. Draw a card. Wow. Huh. I would play Trample. Yeah, there's no yeah, way absolutely. it's they would ever print that though. I can see it. No, it's not. It's not too broken. Honestly. No. Okay, so uh, this. So you one, say that, but you know, being on a creature, honestly, all you have to do is kill that creature, and it stops their draw engine. Okay, so this. Uh, this one I just like for the name. Um, this is the third one down. I'm li- li- these are also amazing. Uh, Graft of Rosy Bullution Horrors. Yep. It is a human wizard creature. Uh, costs three colorless and a blue. At the beginning, at the be- oh my god! At the beginning of your upkeep, destroy target mountain. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody does not like that deck wins. Uh, Graft of Rosy Bullution Horrors doesn't untap during its controller's untap step. And again, what is going on with this? All creatures get plus two, plus two until end of turn. It likes plus but there's two, n- plus two. No, but there's no qualifier. Like, it's so card. not a magic card. Oh, yeah. Uh, and it, it came out, there's those ones that came out today. Uh, no, that was three days ago. Yeah. Well, because as, it, as it's been going, they have been actually, like, like, originally they put it in without any of the rules of magic. And it was still coming up with some actual, like, with some interesting things. And, but now they've actually started putting, like, the rules into the program. So it's knowing a little bit of what it can and can't do. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, even before then, they came up with some really interesting things that I thought were cool, like um, like legendary spells. Yeah. Like legendary instants that you can only play one of a game. That's cool. So, like, if you play them, your opponents couldn't play them. That's neat. Um, oh, here's here's a good one. Uh, strings, the one. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's strings, the comma, the one. Legendary land, tap, Add four colors mana to your mana pool. Activate this ability only during your upkeep. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, what do? How much does it add to your mana pool? Four. Four? Four to your mana pool. I Activate would... this ability only during your upkeep. Uh, is it colorless mana? Yeah. Oh, wait. I'd play that. I mean... I'd play that. You know what? First turn, island. Second turn, past turn, you play? Uh, pack negation. <laughs> what are you going to do? Huh? <laughs> I yeah I don't know. I, four mana on your upkeep sucks because the second that the phase changes, then it's gone. No, but no, that's that's great. I would use that. It it untaps your mana vault. It untaps. That is true. Your, it does do it that. Untaps so many mana rocks that yeah. can only be used. They can only be untapped on your. Yeah, that is true. Upkeep. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, here's here's another good one. Uh, for one black, Dorser Steel Lava, is an enchantment. When Dorsa Steel Lava enters the battlefield, return return Dorsa Steel Lava to its owner. His hand. <laughs> <laughs> that's, the, that's the one that I had heard about. I mean, 
It, that's it. That's it. It just when you play it, it returns your hand. Now, if that were actually a real card, and you went infinite, and you could just do that, and you'd be like to your opponent, "I can just do this all day. I'm just waiting for you to scoop now." No, no, no. no. Well, actually, if you started doing that, you would lose because you were delay of game. Uh, I mean, if you're playing officially, it's true. Yeah, you but you get you get disqualified for delay of game. But if you had a, how it's it's not like it's not like I'm actually just stalling thinking of a move. It's, it's I'm actually same, playing something and no, doing something. It's the same reason as you can lose the game if you play basalt monolith and tap basalt monolith and then use the three mana to untap basalt monolith. And <laughs> keep going. If you do that in a tournament, you lose. They will call judge on you. I'll say it's it's too bad that uh there aren't any cards. I was like, too bad there aren't any cards out there that are like when target artifact becomes tapped, do something because then freaking basalt monolith would be amazing. Well, also, I mean, with that card, if there's anything with it, with a if creature enters the battlefield effect on your side of the field, mm-hmm. you haven't been a man of that creature is amazing. That's a, it's not an creature, it's an enchantment. Uh, it's an enchantment? Yeah. Oh, there are definitely whenever an enchantment enters the battlefield stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Plenty of that. Yeah, that's true. All right. Well, I think we've had a rousing discussion of magic today, gentlemen. What do you think? That's pretty good. Yeah, we're doing nice. we're doing short today because we have lives and I have places to be and everybody was kind enough to come over at the butt crack of dawn for them uh, uh, yeah sorry so hungover I, yeah I'll say one of them is hungover the other one works second shift so I feel bad I know when does that start yeah oh. good. I heard about that congratulations my, my first day is Against? the end of the month Oh, that's it's what's the up. Last Monday, it's the last Monday of August that's awesome it's not confusing I, except I need to learn a bunch of stuff because I'm doing a he, he's actually going to start working now. I'm in charge. <laughs> yeah, I did hear about I'm, that. I'm running a grant program for school for all the schools. Oh lord. PA. Oh nice. So that sounds I'm, horrible. I'm in, I'm in charge of managing all the accounts. For all <laughs> oh, the fruits and I know you are really so so boned. Like I, well, I mean, I'm working with like five other people. Yeah. Who, who did it last time? Yeah. So just make sure you blame it on someone else. Well, That's no, they're, they're right basically they're going to work with me, and uh, they're going to tell me what I'm doing. Stuff like that makes sense. Which is be yeah. Like, all right. Well, uh, Kyle, thank you for joining us today. Thank you. Adam, pleasure. thank you for officially joining us yes, today. Yes, officially, now that we, this one isn't lost. Yes, we can, tell, be. we can tell by looking at this that we are doing really great. Well, yeah. I mean, it looked like that last time, too. No, but, but here's the other really important thing. If you look up here where it says microphone, it says USB audio codec. Oh, that's fantastic. So, Not coming through the laptop. You never know. You never know. I could be really quiet, or my beard could have been making noises the entire podcast. Yeah, who cares? I don't even care at this point. Um, <laughs> so if, if if this entire podcast, all you heard was crinkle, 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 when Kyle spoke, that is why. spiders on the mic. It was my beard. Yeah, he's got a full beard. All right. Well, thank you again, gentlemen, for joining me uh, this morning. Uh, thank you, people in Common Geek Land. And Robert is not here to remind me, but uh, social media. <laughs> uh, you can find us. Um, at Common Geek TV on the Twitters um, and our website, CommonGeek.tv. Obviously, we're on Facebook under Common Geek TV. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry, but Robert has all of this stuff laid out, and I have no idea. I just, yeah, um, I really need to get a copy of that more than the ad copy, which is pretty much all up here at this point. I was afraid that it was lost this morning when I was setting everything up, so I was like, well, I can just wing it, and he'll be really mad, and but it'll work. Yeah, um, I'm sure you'll... Uh, yeah, anyway, honestly, if you just – I think at this point, if you just go to Google and search Common Geek TV, we come up. Um, I mean, hopefully. That would be, that'd be I'm nice if Google's doing its job. I'm pretty sure we do. Um, and, okay, so uh, me, you can find on Twitter at TVOJR. Um, and 
I, you can find on Twitter at, I don't remember my Twitter handle, and I can't find my Twitter app on my phone. Okay. Um, Good job. I think I can find you on Twitter, because I swear I follow you for the for all of the four times that you post. Uh, let's... I've been posting more. I like Twitter. Yeah, Twitter's not bad. Okay, so uh, you are at Kyle. Oh, my God, you're a jerk. Um, <laughs> you, are at, you are at Kyle Lundqvist. <laughs> that is at K-Y-L-E. L U N D Q V I S T. You replaced the U in your last name with a V. You're a mom. It's the way it's supposed to be spelled. Shut up. Anyway, um, terrible, and, terrible goalie from the Rangers. All right, oh, so he is the best goalie, and you know it. All nope. right. Hate anyway, him. all right. We're not talking sports. This is a geek podcast. Fine. Um, I'm geeking about sports. Adam. <laughs> yeah. Where are you on social media? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Adam L Hefe. That's Adam E L J E F E Hefe. Um, so, uh, and of course, as always, if you have any complaints about the show, uh, please send them to podcast at commongeek.tv. I will be sure to ignore them. Um, <laughs> all right. For the Common Geek Roundtable, I have been Tom Van Orden, joined by Kyle and Adam. Gentlemen, once again, thank you. Thank, thank you. you. And uh, remember to call your mom, folks. Yep. Maybe. <laughs>